the fuck is baseball in this movie? We'll we'll get to it. How do I never notice? Okay. <clears throat> um are are you guys ready? Yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm ready. Okay, cool. Me too. Blah. You like Disney, you like movies, you like friends who watch these movies. Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, yeah. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, a podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenom. My name's Brandon Lamuto. I am your host, and I have so many friends. They're all here. They're really excited. I'm really excited. As always, we have our sound engineer, Mr. Ryan Metz. Hi. What I'm sorry, what was that? Can you can you uh can you speak into the microphone? Hi. You sound nervous. Is everything okay? That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's just like always, just like we practice. You're going to do great. You're going to be the best. That's okay. I'll take the pressure off. I'm going to introduce everybody else, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. We have our mixologist, Mr. James Letiri. I'm R- Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm James. Oh, you forgot your name. I'm J- That's me. Okay. <laughs> and... And we have a guest. Yes, we have a guest today. Uh, sadly, Brandon could not make it. Brandon is, um, you know, she's running around doing Brandon things. She's lost in the pipeline. Yeah, she is. The if you miss her, line. if you miss her, let us know. Um, but yeah, we have a guest here today. He is a friend of the show. He is a roommate of the show. He is a brother of the show, uh, dad of the show, son of the show, uh, uh, best Mechanic. in show, one for the money, two for the show. The greatest show man. Uh, he's here for the show. Please welcome Mr. Willie Landy. Hi. He's here for the Hi. show. Hi. Thank you for finally having me, guys. Thank you for coming. We've been trying to get you on the show for so long. No, that sounded like I was uh, putting that on you guys for me not being here. This is, this is entirely my fault. <laughs> That's okay. We're just glad to finally have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, before we get into anything, I have a, a I guess, a content-related announcement. Oh, my God. For any of our, uh, you know, serial listeners, anybody who follows the show, uh, first of all, hi and thank you. Second of all, you, you may... You killed Kirk Douglas. Okay, yeah. I, I'm not going to bury the lead here. Uh, yeah. You killed Kirk Douglas. I made a comment in episode 35 about how old Kirk Douglas was, and that just by saying that, I'm probably... We're going to see him dead in the headlines very soon. And folks, it happened. We got him. Yeah. We got him. Dude, He's been taken down. Honestly, that was incredible because <laughs> it's I not incredible. I didn't think it was likely to happen, <laughs> yeah. but it happened. Well, when you're 103 goddamn well, years old, anything is likely to kill you. But the thing, like correlation, causality, whatever. The thing is, people have been saying, "Oh, he's on his last legs for a decade." Even like early 90s, people were like, yeah, that's, you know, that's about how long you get. And all it took was a scrappy young podcaster in Mm. Queens, New York to take him down. All it took was a stiff wind. (laughs) The (laughs) the straw that broke the camel's brittly back. (laughs) Yeah. So um, basically, I've been bestowed with a power. Um, Anything I say, this podcast is my death note. And mm-hmm. I have, uh, I get to decide. Um, now, I'm not going to wish 
death upon anybody. But I now realize how much weight my words hold. And if I were to say, um, Lori Metcalf is, uh, you know, she's not looking too well. In 10 days, that's it. If you were to say that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Lori Metcalf is going to get in a car accident (laughs) by some other drunk driver who hits her on the, I don't know, the, the give me a high five. The 405, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm not saying that she's going to be taken off the life support because she's got a, you know, she's got that thing in her in a clause. I'm not saying that her friends and family are going to be around her in her last dying moments and that they're going to let her go off peacefully into the light. I am not saying that. What the fuck, dude? What? What? <laughs> I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Anyway, uh, our movie this week. It's called True Confessions. True Confessions is a movie from 2002. Uh, I'm going to read you the IMDb plot, like the plot, like overview, just because it's bad. Trudy Walker hated her life. Oh, what a lead. I know. She thought it was totally messed up until she found out about a contest that could change everything. Dot, dot, dot. This is a terrible representation about what the movie's really about. True Confessions is about a girl named True uh, and her twin brother, Eddie, who is developmentally disabled, deprived from oxygen at birth, and about her relationship with him and how she is growing up, but his mind is not, and they're feeling a distance between each other. That's essentially what the movie's about. Um, And she also makes a movie. Yeah, inside the movie. Yep, that's it. Um, But before we get into discussing True Confessions, uh, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Oh, I forgot what the reason was. Damn it, this happens every time. Because we Uh, kill celebrities with words? Yeah, that's real tipsy. Tipping the scales. (laughs) Cow tipping, except it's celebrity tipping. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's actually how Kirk Douglas died. (laughs) (laughs) We pushed his wheelchair over. Whatever, he's dead. Our words can't hurt him now. That's a very good point. And we're doing a movie about people with disabilities. So, you know, we have to try to not be offensive. Yes, we we don't have to say anything about developmentally disabled. People with developmental disabilities. Person first. Correct. Developmental differences. But we could say anything about Kirk Douglas. We're going to rip on his ass. Yeah. Got him. Hey. Death is not a disability. Sorry. Michael. Um, my, anyway, Michael Douglas, you should refrain from oral sex because that's how you got your throat cancer. Mm, yep. mm. HPV, just like Rush Limbaugh too. Oh. <laughs> this, this is too topical. We just want to drink. Let's let's drink, James. Wait, wait, why are we called the Tipsy Panel? The drinking because we yeah. drink because we just drink. James is our mixologist. He makes a different theme drink every episode, and this drink is delicious. It's wonderful. Uh, he's going to tell you about it. So I made. A carrot mule. Ooh. Uh, oh, inspired by the carrots that hurt me so much when they were put <laughs> into the garbage disposal. <laughs> that, a oh full God. bunch of carrots. And why did she think that was the right thing to I, do? She was mad. She was mad. She's not thinking clearly. So, uh, a regular Moscow mule is, which we've made variations on before, it's a vodka, lime juice, ginger beer. And usually that's it. Uh, this has carrot juice thrown in there. And I kind of like it. It's I a, it, love it. It's a little mm-hmm. vegetal, but it's pretty good. And uh, the name for this is the uh, the mint tulip because oh. it has nothing to do with the drink. And this movie is all over the place. <laughs> so mm-hmm. why not? 
Mint Trulip. That is an excellent name. And this is an excellent drink. If you. you are interested in making this drink, you can because we'll post the recipe on our social media, uh, on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. And uh, yeah, it'll be great. You can make it. You're going to enjoy it. Trust me. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Trust me. You're going to like it. it. It's a good drink. Oh, yeah. Good. Huge. Just like my penis. <laughs> Should we talk about this movie? Is it time? No, I want to keep doing my Jonald Drum. Not too bad. We got to talk about the movie. Drumpf, so Drumpf. the standout thing about this movie is that it stars Shia LaBeouf, who does a really good job in this movie. Uh, Are you, you think? Oh, uh, I do. I mean, okay, of, we could start with this conversation. Uh, I personally think that he does a really good job. Um, so much so that I actually did some research into you know, how he became an actor. It's very funny. Shia LaBeouf was doing stand-up comedy at 10 years old, just wow. like the raunchiest things that he could come up with at 10, which is very funny. Uh, and he wanted to start acting because his family didn't have any money. And he said, hey, having money would be nice. So he faked being his own manager, called an agent, got an agent, and then started acting. Wow. So clearly he already had the chops. Um, how I, did... Is that honest, Honey Boy? Yeah, it's all. That's the entire plot of Honey Boy. <laughs> no, I don't know. I didn't see Honey Boy. I didn't see uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, didn't see Eagle Eye. But I assume that is also biographical. Honestly, shame on that agent for being fooled into thinking a ten-year-old boy can be a manager uh, okay. for a ten-year-old. Okay, here, let's simulate the conversation. Uh, you're gonna be the manager, and I'm gonna be Shia LaBeouf. Are you ready? Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Hello. Ah, uh, hi. I'm the Mr. Manager of uh, of Shia LaBeouf. Oh, uh, hold on. Sh- Mr. Manager? I'm, I'm not familiar. Yeah, Jeff Manager. Nice nice to meet you. Uh, you should hire Shia LaBeouf. Is this Jeff Manager of Managers, Managers, and Talent? Uh, yeah. Hire yeah. Shia LaBeouf. He's great. Okay, okay, my mom's calling me. Bye. You're uh, You're hired. <laughs> I didn't You're even get shired. to hear that I was hired. But that, that's exactly shired. what happened. <laughs> that was it. Also, I realized that Shia LaBeouf's name is just Shia the Beef. Oh, my Shia God. Shia LaBeef. Yeah. LaBeef. Anyway, I want to hear from you guys. Why did you Do you not agree? Do you think that his acting left something to be desired? Uh, I mean... I guess it's important to state here, right now, at this point. He is playing a character with developmental disabilities. Um, and as far as I know, Shia LaBeouf does not have developmental disabilities. Um, there's nothing wrong with playing that character inherently, but I could, you know, you could totally see a, you know, 14 year old, you know, going the wrong way, potentially. Yes. In that same vein, here's my thought. If I feel like if he was. If he didn't approach it with some sensitivity, it might have been offensive, but I think he was probably doing the best he could. Mm -hmm. So I can't really hold it against him. I mean, do I think it was great? No. I think I think he had really shining moments like that uh, when when True is showing Eddie and her friends when he's showing when she's showing them the first cut of her Mm -hmm. boring ass movie. The science, the science, the science shit. Who likes science? But when she's showing the movie, he's like super excited that he's in it. And he's sitting there with expression on his face that says, I want to be able to follow this because it's about me. But I have no fucking idea what's going on. And I got that just from like a half a second shot of his face. And like that, that was good. 
He he got that across. I I went in wanting to be offended by Shia's performance, but everyone else was so much worse <laughs> in the movie that he actually I was I found myself getting like a little teary-eyed even at Aww. some yeah. points when he yeah. was talking to his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they had a good relationship and his sister, uh Clara Bryant. Um yeah. she's fine. Mm. Now that she she hasn't really done much recently. One of the last things in her IMDb credits, I I love this. I, I had to bring it up, and this is the perfect time. Uh, a movie from the Sci-Fi Channel called Bone Eater. <laughs> nice. It's the, one of those sequel. like B movies about breaking a Native American burial ground, and then a big skeleton called Bone Eater <laughs> starts terrorizing the town. That's offensive. Yeah. You yes. want to talk yeah. about offensive? Yes, definitely. Uh, she went to law school after that. Did she really? I didn't I, find. I that. looked into this because I was like, "Who is this girl?" She ended up going to, don't quote me on this, one of those South Carolina schools, like okay, Duke okay. or Chapel Hill or some shit. Huh. Sure. When I saw her at the very first like shot, at first, I was like, is that Jennifer Lawrence? I thought it was Jennifer Ooh, Lawrence. Oh, yeah, I could yeah. see that. Like oh. a young Jennifer Lawrence. It's not, but I, I did think it was. I'm going to slander her so she sues us. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please. It's a good idea, right? Yeah. Clara Barton. Brian. Um... But so let's talk about the family dynamic in this movie Ooh. because it, it it really you know shapes the rest of the the learning experiences that the viewer is supposed to get. Um, so I've got to say I think mom was actually a pretty good actor because she did a good job of playing a mom of a child with special needs. She did, and you know she may not have been the most attentive parent, but. You could see the hurt that she didn't have a great relationship with her daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which develops into a, a large plot point of of her mm. catfishing her daughter. Oh, D yeah. D. Yeah. D-D. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. You you see two um, very specific profiles of parents of kids with special needs. Uh, the mother who is hurt and not sure how to you know bring her son up to uh, a higher level of potential. And then you have the father who just gets angry and mad and tries to push his son without truly understanding his limitations. So one that thinks that he could go higher but doesn't know how to, how to bring him there. One that thinks he's too low functioning and tries to push him to be higher but doesn't really get results that way. Um, they're all two common problems within the special needs community. Um, yeah. he's, he's also a brain surgeon. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. He Ooh. is so smug about it. Yeah. I know. He he says to his wife, he goes, you remember what I do for a living, right? Yeah. I, I like, deal with fuck? more reality every day than most people do in a lifetime. I was like, 100% the kind of guy you. Who's, who's like watches his wife putting together an Ikea cabinet and goes, honey, it's not brain surgery. Oh. Believe me, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At one point he goes, I'd appreciate it if you didn't lecture me. Like, <sighs> shut up. So I thought that he was going to be totally emotionally abusive throughout the whole movie because mm-hmm. we got that little bit of him at the very beginning. I was like, wow, this dad is going to be a fucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how like, oh, you know, he's so stressed when he comes home. We have to be quiet. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Tiptoeing around on, on eggshells. Don't wake daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
And his first two scenes, he is screaming. Oh at, yeah. Oh, at Eddie. He well, has I, okay. a very short fuse. Yes. Yeah, I got. I got a problem with that. With that, uh, the dinner scene where they're uh. sitting there and they're eating, and Eddie is like, "Oh, pass the broccoli," and and he drops the bo- the glass serving bowl, and it shatters on the <laughs> ground, and the father uh-huh. gets really mad. In my opinion, 100% on the parents. If your son has a habit of dropping and breaking these serving bowls, get plastic serving yeah. bowls. Yep. God damn. There's a very easy solution to this. I think we all have a favorite line, right? Is that what we're... Can't eat the Yo. broccoli. It's covered in glass. <laughs> 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 the, the thought crossed his mind like he looked down oh is, can I still eat that no no, no. it's all glassy the, it was his glass. favorite part dropped so much faster than the broccoli too it was like shattered glass and then a cascade of broccoli a moment of thought can yeah. I grasp the broccoli <laughs> this ugly bald idiot is a brain surgeon he's like we can't eat this broccoli it's all covered in glass <laughs> Not is anyone bleeding? Is you know? Are we all okay? <laughs> Fuck! I wanted that broccoli, Eddie. My vitamins. We're gonna go through one meal without dropping something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I um, found the I guess like thirty pages of the book on which this movie is the no the book is the source material for this movie. I found the book. Um, it's called True Confessions by Janet. Tasha John. It's something Armenian. Yeah. Tashian. Okay. I think. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Armenian. It's definitely it's, it's Tasha John. It's, it's actually, <laughs> it's Serge Tankian. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I looked into it. It is the yeah, singer from System and of a Down. John Dolmian. Yep. John Dolmian. Yes, System of a Down wrote the book on which this movie was based. Um, but at one major difference that I got from the first 30 pages, and I don't see anything to disprove this, when they were two years old, the twins... True and Eddie, when they were two years old, the father, distraught and and frustrated with his, you know, the hand he was dealt, having twins when he wasn't even sure if he wanted to have one kid and one of those kids is developmentally disabled, he just left and went to the Peace Corps. What? He went out for cigarettes in Africa and never came back. Period. As far as I got in the book, he's never mentioned again. There is a chance he comes back. I didn't read the whole thing. But you know what? Uh, 62% is good enough for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very topical. I read 62% of the book, and yeah, that dad never comes back. So he's not back. He's got a lot of delegates, though. (laughs) Too many delegates. Hey, when when this episode is in the Library of Congress on vinyl in in 100 (laughs) years, if there's any planet left, look at what was happening on... 2-6-2020. That joke will make sense to you. Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll get it. We would a judge. Maybe, maybe worry about it. But. We would a judge. President Fuhrer Buttigieg. <laughs> so for all the bad qualities of the, of the dad in this movie, uh, there's one dad who, in my opinion, gets a, a shining A for the DCOM dad hour. Choppy L.A., baby. Oh, oh. Yes. Choppy L.A. Yes. is an excellent dad. Hey, bro, you know, your brother sounds a lot like my son, and uh, it's cool. You know, His, the school board the school is, is really cool. good, yeah. man. Maybe the school board will be able to help. 
Good luck out there. Great guy. Choppy yeah. LA yeah, is a wonderful person. They cast him really well. Just a guy sitting on a on a hog. Yeah, just talking. Yeah. Chubby Latino dude with a shiny a, hog. A, a leather <laughs> a, a leather father. Leather yeah. father. Yeah. <laughs> leather dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, while we're while we're at it, are we doing the decom dad hour? Yeah, this dad fucking sucked. I give him an F. He mm. yeah, he learned from his lesson. He learned or from his. He lessons. learned his lesson. He was Words. just so absent, and he needed to be hit over the head with the fact that he was absent and mean. Mm-hmm. Like he just had no self awareness and just sees himself as, like, God, basically, and yeah. who can do whatever he wants. Well, He's I mean, an egomaniac. If, Fuck if, him. If you get to poke brains, I totally see developing a God complex. Like, okay, here, show... Who, who here has ever poked a brain? I have. Uh, what? Not, not a live one. Oh, right, one. well, you studied neuroscience. Not a live one, but a dead one. I should I should have seen that one coming. I totally forgot. One time... Um, they're weird. I was that. picking my nose, <laughs> and it went all the way to my own brain. Ah, you did the old Egyptian uh, tango. Yeah, with a big ladle <laughs> in my nose. Wait, hold on. Now I gotta know, James. What's it like poking a brain? So, I was able to hold one, oh. and it's... There's a quote by... Um, was it Oliver? I'll think of his name. Oliver Max. Twist. Oliver Twist. Oliver Sacks. Yeah. I think it's his quote that it's like, the thing that's responsible for all the art and society that we experience can't even hold itself up under its own weight. <laughs> like once you have it out and it's not floating suspended, it's like a blobfish. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's stuck in my head. Wow. But mine was like a little preserved, so it was a little bit more solid than that. I'll tell you what things stuck it's in heavy my preserved. head. My brain. <laughs> it's like when I take bread dough that hasn't been baked and yeah. I try to hold it in my hands. It's just like melting through my fingers. Yep, very much. But this but one was was older, so it was, it was more solid, like formaldehyde firm, packed, but yeah, yeah more firm. An old brain, yeah, old brain. So yeah, I, I got to agree. I give this dead an F. Yeah. Any other verdicts? Anyone say he passes? Um, I will. I mean, I'll add. He has the same baseball mitt as my dad, and that <laughs> struck a chord. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yelled at. When's and the last? I've thrown some bad baseballs. When's the last time you played catch with your pops? Oh, what year is it? Twenty twenty. <laughs> Too Maybe. long ago. Uh, probably Maybe. twelve years. Call him. Play wow. some catch. Oh, okay, on air. Yeah, I'm right now. Call him. Beep boop 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 boop. boop. <laughs> Hello, this is Mr. Willie Landy's dad. That's not at all what he sounds like. No, it's okay. We actually do all know what he he sounds like here. Willie! And if you're listening, we love you. Thank you, Dad. The last thing I'll say about this dad, did you guys recognize him from anywhere? This is going to be a deep cut. Oh, no, I didn't, and I'm excited to hear. He looked like Mac DeMarco 30 years from now. He did. (laughs) Uh, He is the dad from 100 Deeds for, for Eddie, Eddie McDowell. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. What episode was that? Was that... He that he was always no, the dad. Yeah, it, it was it's a show. TV show. That was the it was Nickelodeon a TV show. Yeah. show. Mm-hmm. It was a Nickelodeon oh. show about the kid who gets turned into a dog, and he has to do 100 <gasps> good, good Deeds. And there's that crazy guy who's like a Jesus allegory following him around. Yeah. He's kind of like Rip Torn, but not Rip Torn. Exactly. Here, look oh, like this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was confusing Shred that with tear. one of the... And Disney dog. They movies. got. They never finished it. They got to deed like 
pretty low, but they never got to the last one. Well, there were so 40 episodes. He died a dog. He died, yeah. That dog and that kid who was inhabiting that dog's yeah. body have passed yeah. together. Very ambitious, to, very ambitious to assume that you're going to get to 100 episodes of anything, though. That's a lot. True, yeah. true. That's, that's syndication numbers, and I don't know if any Disney Channel show has ever made it to that. Hondo? 100 episodes? Even Stevens? Mm. No, even Stevens is 65. I was actually looking wow. this up the other day. Um, I, I'm got, I, I will do the research, and I will, I will update you all on the next episode. Um, if you have numbers. this information, please let us know. Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. We love emails. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's So Raven ran exactly 100 episodes. Did it really? Oh, wow. That is so Raven. Holy wow. shit. That wow. is so Raven. That is extremely Raven. And if you consider uh, Raven's home to be within the you know the oh. same universe, then there's even more. Wait, I misspoke. Wizards of Waverly Place beat the record set by That's So Raven with 106. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, yeah. Good for them. So there's only was, two. Yeah. That was a poor reading of. Uh, I think it was only two. Yeah, I don't think any other show would have gotten there. Hannah Montana was four seasons. Um, yeah, most of their shows are only like three to four seasons. And I guess Wizards of Waverly Place was four, but they made it. Then the kids get too old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. go through That's puberty. That's the real issue. Yeah, they go through puberty and then they say, "Yeah, nope, get out of here." They pull them out with that vaudeville cane off stage. Oh yeah. They mm. say what, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they, they pull them off stage what? with a vaudeville can so they can stick a ladle in their nose and, yep. <laughs> and scoop the brain, <laughs> the part of the brain out that does puberty. Disembrain them. Get rid of their pituitary glands. <laughs> <laughs> my glands. That's what happened to beans. Yes. Oh my Holy God. Holy shit. Beans. Glandless. Glandless. <laughs> All glandless beans. The new album by My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> glandless <laughs> beans. <laughs> I want to talk about a very simple thing in this movie that that gave me a big groan. Sure. Um, Have a rice day. Oh, my God. There's really not much to talk about. I just had to throw that one out there. There was no way I was getting through 60 minutes of podcasting without saying the line, have a rice day. It was cute. Yeah. She tried. The Mm -hmm. mom. It was that was a weird moment where they were showing her also grill that grocery store clerk. Oh she yeah, taps yeah. Him on the shoulder. Is, she's is, like, "Is this yeah. organic?" Or are you trying to trick people who care about the environment into buying organic? And then he doesn't answer. Yeah, he which just is turns weird. away. Yeah, <laughs> like even it's a ridiculous question, but you just say no. They're organic, mm-hmm. but he didn't speak. So I want. So originally, as we were watching that scene, because the premise of that scene is reasons why I think my mom has special needs, which oh, sounds yeah. I, at first sounds real bad, but then I remembered. This is from a book for children. Like, children don't have that complex view of, you know... That this special, is problematic. That people, yeah, they don't have that view. Um, they just understand... If they understand anything about somebody with special needs, it's just that name. They have special needs. They are different. They don't function like you or me. Right. So <clears throat> to, to frame it in that way shows that, like, okay, you have some weird... You have some idiosyncrasies. Um, and then throughout the rest of the book and the movie, you discover, like, oh, you know... you still are a human being you still have feelings and emotions and you respond right. to others feelings terrible and husband yes yeah. you said you can tell husband. when someone's a shitty dad right you make a good point brandon because by that definition and to a kid i might have special needs we all might have because oh i my parents were bringing me to get tested when i was a kid i'm willing to reveal this and it's terrible for me i wasn't potty trained till i was four years old 
Whoa. Whoa. It's yeah. not that bad. Most people are about I was two. Two and a half. I was yeah. a thumb sucker till like kindergarten. Yeah, I was also a thumb sucker. I was a blanky sucker. I didn't start talking until after 18 months. 18, 18 years. years. Was, yeah, yeah. It, it took me 18 years. And then I said, yep, time to start podcasting. Uh, uh, <laughs> my name is Brandon. <laughs> Hello, world! Ryan, I told you not to play the archives of my original podcast. Hello! <laughs> oh, my dear. name is Brandon! This was, this was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> ha- Hello! <sighs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about Choppy LA still. He's a, oh, guy, he's a good LA. dad. Oh, yeah. wait. The other... so. We should say True has these like daydreams mm-hmm. where she yes. thinks about like who mm. her ideal mom is and who like what people at school are going to say about stuff. What her TV show would be like. What her t- yeah, 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 yeah. Like the actress who would play her, like whatever. She, one of them, she's reading one of the responses from the message board she posted asking for advice on Eddie. And it's an old woman oh. who goes, <laughs> I forget what she says exactly, but she goes, she basically tells her she just has to pray harder. Yeah. You need a strong sense of faith. A yes. strong sense of faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. this little old the lady. Fuck. Just like, you need God, bitch. Yeah. Mm. And it's very clearly framed as like, oh, that's dumb. You're dumb for saying that. Right. But then <laughs> so it was, I have to see them throw shade she, on God. She says, the woman says, oh, sweetie, there's no cure for the mentally handicapped. You just need to have a strong sense of faith. Yeah, she was basically telling True that she needed to change her perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think that these people are redeemable, essentially? Right. But it was yeah. weird because then later on, um, Eddie mentions God. Oh right, and he's, yeah. he says that what like he made a mistake. He says nobody's he goes, perfect, right? Nobody's perfect except God, right? Yeah, and then nobody answers. Sure, that <laughs> was a God loving moment on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, it doesn't happen very often. This is probably one of the later references to God. Yeah. Although this movie came out in two thousand two, we have yet to see the nine eleven movie, and I bet God comes up in the nine eleven movie. Yeah. Like, how could she not? Well, mm. everybody tune in to DCTP on 9-11-2021 for <laughs> the 10 year, Tiger the 20 Cruise. year anniversary show. That's obviously when that episode's coming out. Yeah, we're, we've been waiting to broach the topic. I mean, 9-11 comes up a lot on the show. If you've mm-hmm. listened to our show for more than five minutes, you've heard us bring up 9-11. Oh, the Disney Channel <laughs> tipsy panel is on. I'm saluting and crying. Because we think of the towers every time we go on. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Let Disney ring. Anyway, I want to talk about the... the, Yeah, you got me laughing again? (laughs) I want to talk about the main uh, conflict in this movie between um, True and her mom. Um, True's mom uh, finds True's post on a forum about, oh, how do I deal with my brother who has special needs? She posts on like a special needs forum. Her mom... um, catfishes her. her mom plays Dee Dee, who is just a random person responding to everything true asks and they start a dialogue and true actually really likes the advice that Dee Dee is giving her and this all culminates in this one scene that carries the 
the gravitas of Oedipus discovering who he really is. Like, she she talks about Dee Dee, and her mom is always just like, oh, honey. And they both have silent stares at each other. Can I tell you And they you never, something? like, truly say what happens. But uh, they, it's it's like a very big reveal for the both of them. What happens is True's mom uses the line, something about being true to your... I don't know, some bullshit. Yeah, uh, some axiom. Yeah, and True's like, where did you learn that one? And the mom's like, oh, honey. Yeah. Because she knew that the, the gig was up. It's like fucking um, uh, Chaz Palmitieri discovering who Kaiser Sose is in sure. um, the mm-hmm. fucking Usual Suspects. It's mm-hmm. just that. I know yeah. what that is. Yeah, sure you do. This was the first movie I've ever seen. So, oh, True Confessions. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen films. <laughs> oh, that's your history with DComs. We never even asked you what your history with DComs. Oh is. yeah, I guess we should have talked about that. Um, uh, have you? Uh, what? What other? Do, what's your history with DComs? Have Have you guys asked my brother Anthony Landy this on his episode? Anthony we Landy did. is your brother. Uh, he is my brother. Um, we grew up in a pretty anti Disney household. Actually, we were. I, am I allowed to say this on the air? Sure. Uh, yeah. Very pro Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Um, not Same. very Disney focused. Uh, I've Same seen here. Halloween Town. I've seen High School Musical because my little brother Jundi, soon to be on the show. Oh, uh, we got to have the trifecta. Bought High School Musical at Costco <laughs> in 2005 uh, on blast. Oh, uh, my God. Epic. And that's about it. I think that's actually the, okay. the whole list. Can I ask why he bought that movie at Costco? Uh, <laughs> Is there a reason? Everyone was talking about that's it. That's true. Yeah. Everybody was talking yeah. about it. And he watched it, and he watched it. Anyway, I'm not making fun of him. I watched it, and I watched Everybody it. Everybody watched, watched it. Why it. aren't yeah. you making fun of him? Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, we're not allowed to shame anybody for watching d No, not at if all. If so, then, yeah. then you're in the spotlight, Keeps the lights friends. on. Yeah. Go for it. Put me on blast. However, I do have to say that knowing you, Willie, and your family, you have three. There are three boys and zero girls in the the Landy children. So I'm not surprised that you lean towards Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Uh, that just kind of seemed to be the way that it went. Um, I watched all three of them, mm. but my sisters all preferred Disney and some Nickelodeon. The, the Landy brothers also have a hive mind, so we yeah. all have one opinion on You're all things. You're a collective consciousness. We are, yes. Undy, 1D, and Jundy. Uh, that's, that's a fair <laughs> assessment. Yes. Yeah, very nice. <sighs> so, you want to hear some funny credits names in this movie? I have some. Uh, yeah, actually, I want to give one. Actually. Okay, yeah, go ahead. It, it came... To, it, it came up immediately. Mason Daring, the music yeah. composer. <laughs> Mason Daring. Oh my God! Wait, music. the music there in this music? movie. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry, but who gave this movie permission to have such a slapping soundtrack? Who to, who gave them permission? Because I was watching this movie, and as soon as Bare Naked Ladies came on, I was yeah. like, Oh my oh, yeah. God! Yeah, somebody did a really good job what was weird though is that there was a couple of songs by the same artist uh, i wrote her name down too but it was like the same jess penner mm-hmm. she had at least two songs in the movie yeah they, i don't know they weren't that good honestly i didn't think that her songs remember. were remember well they i think they were better quality than most soundtrack songs in these movies like they, need i remind you about come on brink 
Riding the rollerblades and winning the contest. Come on, Brink. So I these you're right. These songs were actual songs. They seemed mm-hmm. more like more like a standalone thing, but I got the impression from them, and I don't know if you guys would agree with this. Do you remember that South Park episode with Faith Plus One? Where oh all they God. did was they took love songs and they replaced <laughs> songs. They replaced words like baby and like darling and they just replaced them with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what these songs were. They seemed like love songs. It was like, you're the only one that understands me. I'll love you forever. It was like very sappy songs, but it was about these siblings. Yeah. It was. It was a bit much. They were heavy songs to be. This is a heavy movie, it or is. it tries really hard to be a heavy movie. It, well, well, it's got a lot. Of, it's got a lot of intense moments. Like, see, every single time that they drop the R word, oh. because in two thousand two, oh, yeah. you know, it wasn't, you know, the it's, worst. What you know, a bad word. It was. It was a mean thing to say to somebody, right? But it wasn't a no no. The uh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about was how terrible everyone else in the town is. Yeah, in this movie, everyone. how cruel and just like fucking Billy Meyer, oh asshole, oh. True's you know teen heartthrob obsession, who uh, gives Eddie a fucking loogie hat, full hat. Of saliva. Yeah, a loogie <laughs> hat. Spit. Yeah, disgusting. I was so happy to see True push him in off the bridge. Into some very shallow water. Yeah. He should have broken his neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been real cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Eddie was very sweet in this movie. I, I was actually starting to get a little bit upset. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's meant to make you upset. And yeah. I think they did a good job. Well, it worked. Especially also, because, you know, he's just an item of he's just the, the, an item of her like obsession. Like we don't know anything about her. And the first thing we find out is that, yeah, he hates the mentally handicapped. Well, her friends throughout it are like, he's obsessed with himself. Mm-hmm. Don't who. Why are you going after this mm-hmm. guy? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, that's, you know, being a teen. Every every single one of us whomst amongst us did was not interested in a person just for their looks and not for their personality. As a teenager. Mm. Of yeah. teen age. Of teen age. Yep. That's just hormones, baby. Well, he's... The X's and Y's. He's firing off. He's just one of the people in the town, like Willie mentioned, that is totally unfamiliar and unequipped to even interact with Eddie at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's him. There's the uh, the clerk at the grocery store oh, who, yeah. when Eddie wants to buy candy and he's kind of causing a commotion. Is that it? Yeah. She's Is that like, it? She's like, you're holding up the line. Yeah. Is uh, that it? There's the librarian. Mm. Oh. Shh. This is a library. Imagine, imagine. Okay, scenario. You work at a library. Yes, libraries are meant to be quiet, but you hear somebody having a meltdown. Do you run up to them, throw your hands in front, and go, what are you doing? No. Stop. No, you do not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I want to say that it's, you know, just a ridiculous thing to throw into a movie, <laughs> but it's super real. Yeah. I, 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 in my day job, I spend a lot of time working with people with special needs, and this is something we talk about all the time with my, me and my coworkers. 
what's going to happen, you know, if they get in, if they have, you know, this kind of scenario in the real world and not with people who are working with them and encouraging them to, and, you know, modeling their behavior and helping them with their executive functioning. When, you know, when you're in that scenario, like think about the time, anytime you've been on a subway, you people in this room and you listener, and you see, you know, some person either having a meltdown or just ranting to themselves or yelling. You don't think, how can I model, help model their behavior yeah. to, to be more appropriate in the this real is world? A subway. You <laughs> are, what are you Shush doing? Them. What are you yeah. doing? This is the end train. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, you know, those, the scenarios in this movie, I think, are pretty realistic. Except for the fact when, when the unrelated, but what's not realistic is true when she finds out who Billy Meyer really is. He shows his true colors. She goes home, takes a picture of him on the computer, and fucking Thanoses him, and just like makes his image dissolve away. <laughs> I must have missed that part. Oh, it's uh, incredible! Just something that you could not do on a computer, but it happened because why not? True is very online. She's got a vlog. She's mm. like editing videos. A she's, vlog. I think she, I would go as far as to say she's an emo kid. Yeah. Ooh. She had a lot. She has a live journal in like a year. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's an emo kid. Cause she puts on a cardigan and goes to bed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, she goes to bed with her monitor on. Oh, that, just leaves the screen on. That's yeah. bad. Blue light. Can't not sleep. only yeah the that's not a good blue light the only blue light for me is the one from that con ed factory like uh remember in 2019 oh, here in this place where i live in this neighborhood like a where half I a live. mile from yeah. the yes. studio i was here when that went down and i went outside and i was like well this is the end i uh, was 20 miles away on long island and I saw it clear as day. I called you. Yeah. I was like, are you in the city right now? Do you see this blue light? And you said, no, but I'm 20 miles away and I can see it. For any of our listeners out there who have no idea what we're talking about, Google blue light queens. I, I'm sure it's the only thing that's going to come up. Or if you want something more clever, you can Google Astoria Borealis. Yep. Oh, that is that's, very clever. That's what they called that's it. That's what it was. Yeah, but guys, we, 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 we all know what it really was. It was aliens. Yep. It was uh, aliens. I was in the bathroom at the time when it was happening. <laughs> I looked at my phone and uh, I ran into my bedroom and I locked the door and I was just like waiting like Ryan. I was waiting for it to end. I watched uh, <laughs> Goodfellas for the first time and I went out like a true paisan. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bada bing. I'm dying a man. <laughs> it was really cold that night and I kind of just went outside and stared at the sky and I was like, all right. Any, Come take me. Any minute now. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, wow. So um that's that's that <laughs> that's on that. that. Yeah. Ooh, uh should we do the decom F bomb? I think it's about time. Fuck yeah. Yeah, decom yeah. F bomb. Um for those of you who don't know, uh if the decom F bomb is this, if this were a PG thirteen movie, you'd get to say fuck once. When would you say it? Fuck. Oh, well, there it is. Well, <laughs> that's, that's our show, everybody. No, uh I I'll start because I really enjoyed my decom F bomb. Um so there's a movie. There's a scene in the scene in the movie. Sorry, words. Uh, there's a scene in this movie where True and Eddie are playing soccer, and they're talking about like, oh, the twin connection. Like sometimes I know that he's going to be there before I even look, and I pass it to him. The music is very dramatic. Chariots of fire. Everybody's ready for Eddie to score the goal, and he does, and everybody cheers. But my decom f bomb is same exact scene. Chariots of fire. Music. Everybody's 
you know, really excited that's about to happen. But then instead we cut to we cut to Eddie and he's like 12 inches from the goalie and he just kicks the ball right in his face. And then the dad just screams, oh, fuck, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, that's not what you do. Fuck. Eddie. That's my decom bomb. Yep. There you go. Okay. I have one. There's so we should we we're all over the place in this movie because this movie's hard to follow, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it goes every which way. But uh so the big thing is True wants to have her show. I don't know if we mentioned this yet. True wants to have a show on the local television and she's submitting a pilot. Oh yeah, that's like the main plot. Yeah. Spoiler. She gets it at the end. Oh, she gets it with like 15 minutes left to go, too. Mm-hmm. And you see the whole thing. That's the 20, last 20 minutes is where it yeah. really goes down. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But so she finds out she has the letter from the TV station that she got it. And it's all she wanted, all movie. And she's ecstatic. She's so happy. And then immediately she turns on a dime and she goes to her mom. She goes, if anyone makes fun of me for you, for pers- for putting personal stuff in this movie, I'm never talking to you again. And then she walks away. Eddie turns to the mom and just goes, the fuck is her problem? <laughs> God, we're, we got 20 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> That's a good one. I, there were so many different places where it can go. And I know I just have to pick one, but there are also just tons of good quotable quotes in this movie. Like when Eddie has that watermelon and he's got the vintage brain surgery oh, tool. Uh oh, broken brain. <laughs> broken Uh-oh. fucking brain. Broken brain. Yeah. No, I mean, there's there's a million places where it could go. My brain is a watermelon. <clears throat> a, a, yeah. Initially, I thought maybe it should go with the uh, the broken glass and the broccoli. Mm. It's not as if we can eat the fucking broccoli now. It's all covered with glass. Uh, did, did we all have that quote written down? Oh, I yeah. have it yeah, in okay. bold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after you guys told me the rules with the F-bomb, uh, I highlighted that. Yeah, like, very good call. That's a good one. But I think my real F-bomb is when Eddie and the dad are having a catch, a baseball mm. catch. Mm-hmm. And with my dad's baseball glove. <laughs> right. I don't know. Eddie's the bad one, but he says to the dad at one point, he says, you're terrible, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because it's got a double meaning. But my decom F-bomb is Eddie would say to the dad, you're fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. And he would not be wrong. No, he's no, he right. Um, oh, this was something that I also wanted to flag. This movie was was bad and offensive on many levels, but there <laughs> was a a genuine like racist moment with fried chicken. Mm. Yep. Uh, there was that we did not really touch on. Um how did I miss this? Oh there's yeah. uh, leading up to it, um one of one of uh True's friends, Jake, he's he's a young black man in the same grade. They're hanging out eating lunch and he opens up his bag and he goes, Oh, liverwurst. <laughs> goes yeah, oh, fucking liverwurst. <laughs> but then after that, she True opens her lunch and she has two pieces of fried chicken. And there's a cut where his eyes widen yeah. on the chicken. And he goes, "I'll trade you some news for a drumstick." Yeah. And I, I was like, "This is 
the Shia is not the problem. It was almost cartoonish. <laughs> yeah, the, when yeah. they cut to him, it was almost like his eyes popped out of his head and went. Arruga! Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was like, this is two thousand two. To be fair, I'm not disagreeing with you, but but the other side of that is Eddie's also stared at the drumstick. True, 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 true. Yeah, I, I everybody loves fried chicken. Yes. it's just bad optics to have the one black character oh in this God. movie be like, "Hey, what can I do to get that fried chicken?" Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a good look. Um, not a good look. Uh, you want some news for that fried chicken? Pete Buttigieg donated to Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Too topical. (laughs) No one's going to remember who he is when this is in the Library of Congress and all the future people are listening. The 97-term mayor of South Bend, (laughs) Indiana. Yeah. Failed DNC chair. (laughs) Holy shit. Random thoughts from my notes. Wish Billy Meyer did the Wilhelm scream as he got pushed into the river. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I think that would have been nice. Because kids don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, um, there's that bell sound effect that's in every movie with uh, Oceanic or, uh-huh. or Harbor oh, yeah. theme. Yeah. Just like the random. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Um, what city was this in, by the way? What I you guys want to you one guess. Seattle. Seattle. No. Well, Toronto. It's uh, Canada. They're all Canada. But is it? Yeah. Their house was sick, by the way. Oh, yeah. 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 It looked like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Yeah, it was amazing. So terrible. She's got a brain surgeon parent and a beautiful home. Yeah. <laughs> 26 yeah. computers. Damn it. It's her life. Yeah. Wait, I, I don't understand how the house worked because she looked out her window into her brother's room. Yeah. That means they have a courtyard. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. God. Spoiled bastards. Fuck. True will be the first against the wall. I would gladly <laughs> be deprived of a bit of oxygen at birth for a courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan can have a little bit of oxygen. oxygen. As a reward. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. As a necessity. Oh, my God. This is about the time where we just read the random notes that we had written down so we could... Uh, you know, move on to the rating system. Honestly, oh. most of mine were the R word because I was kind of shocked to hear it so much. Yeah, it's a it was like, five, it was like times. five times. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one scene where uh, Shia LaBeouf's trying to fly the kite oh, yeah. um, and he does call the kite the R word. But <laughs> yeah, but before that, he delivers possibly his best line in the movie um, where he's very frustrated that the kite won't fly. And he to the point where he starts, you know, having a little meltdown. He starts crying and screaming. And True tries to tell him, it's just not windy enough. The kite won't go up. And he just goes, it's not the wind's fault. The kite's stupid. <laughs> the kite's yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, that, honestly, oh, that's, yeah. that's a really good decom F-bomb. Honestly, there were so many good lines in this movie. There were. The quotes in this movie were wild. The yeah. mom says, everything I do is stupid or wrong. <laughs> Uh, Broken reality, brain is my Reality's favorite. harsh. I would much rather live inside the tube. <laughs> I wrote that one down. Yep. It's oh, a really good um, one. It's wait. also a great example of the trope in Disney Channel movies where young children ironically use adult slang because yeah. the writers think it's hip. Mm. Yep. 
Yeah, These like kids are two. smart because they speak like me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm very smart. Yeah. And very funny. Oh my god. We have this we have the movie up on in the studio. And we haven't even mentioned Shia LaBeouf's movie premiere outfit. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's fucking fire. Oh, it was. The tuxedo shirt, a beret. Oh my Sunglasses. god. Sunglasses. Yeah, he should just wear that to cans now. Sick exactly. Fit. Mm-hmm. Sick fit. Yeah, steal his luck. And since we're talking about that scene and the movie, I love those 90s transitions that look like they came straight out of an Alanis Morissette video. <laughs> yes. Intercut with butterflies and flowers. It, was, it mm-hmm. was a sunflower. I didn't count. I counted the transitions to scenes that weren't sunflowers. I don't know what the total is, but in her whole movie, there's a lot of transitions. Guess how many weren't sunflowers? Two. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> it is two of them. And it's butterflies, and it's just the sky. Oh, That's my it. God. That's beautiful. They all, it's just sweeping to the left of a sunflower, <laughs> sweeping to the right of a sunflower. Incredible. In, inspired by Jagged Little Pill or something? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, a quote I loved. Um, Eddie, it, it's also in "Oh No, Broken Brain: Surgery on a Watermelon" <laughs> with antique medical tools from this brain surgeon's father. That's all really mentioned in the movie. Eddie, Eddie's like saying he's a doctor, and then he goes, "I'm not a doctor." Watermelon drop. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, "Doctors are mean." Incredible. <laughs> That's kind of sad, though, because that yeah. means that probably yeah. a doctor was mean to him. Well, his, his, dad. Yeah. his dad. Thank you. Yeah. Imagine uh, your association with doctors being, well, my dad's a doctor and my yeah. dad's mean. Yeah. So doctors are mean. His dad's uh, just convinced he can fix his brain. Yeah. Speaking of the dad and speaking of quotes, we're all going to love this one since we're all from New York here. Mm. Hey. When, when True is showing her father footage of him being an asshole, mm-hmm. one, of, one of them is they go into his office and he's on the phone and he goes, I'm working here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm working here. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm riding the end train here. <laughs> Seeing this note actually just made me kind of disappointed. All right. So let's let's all talk. Let, let me break this down for you. In like the first five to ten minutes of this movie, True is just throwing out brainstorming ideas for the name of her movie. And they're all based around true puns, like NYPD True <laughs> or yeah. Mad About True. Like, you know, just those kinds of things. Then, oh, fuck yeah, dude. What, what a crisp can. That was a, yeah, that was a crisp. Sip true. that shit, baby. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I got a twinge in my ear from drinking ginger beer. Love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she's she's spouting off all these different ideas for like names of her movie. Now, jump ahead. She's actually oh ASMR. Oh, that's some fucking ASMR. Wow, that I'm never sounds get, great. I'm never gonna get my point out. I'm oh. tingling. Holy shit! No, forget it. This is an ASMR podcast. Why am I even trying to deny it? If you like ASMR, let us know. Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. What's your point? My point is that <laughs> she makes a movie and she calls it A Day in the Life. This movie is called True Confessions. <laughs> and she called her own goddamn movie A Day in the Life. A Beatles song. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, this was dun, a fucking dun, 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 This is dun, dun. The, the easiest, like, bump set that you could possibly get 
and she fucking gets smashed in the face with the volleyball. Woke up, fell out of bed, dragged All a bone needed. eater across <laughs> my head. It, it, I can't believe they did that. I was mad. Fuck it. Thumbs the fuck down. Easily yeah. the worst part. You're right. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I wrote, uh, True keeps rolling her eyes whenever somebody needs brain surgery. Never heard dad's <laughs> like, uh, I can't oh. make it. I I have a patient. And she, she always just rolls her eyes. Very yeah. selfish. Not to toot his horn. He he is a brain surgeon. They should <laughs> There should just be a curtain. After, like, if he's on the phone, he hangs it up and he just has his hands on his hips. He goes, ah. And then a, cur- a nurse opens a curtain and it's just several people in <laughs> intensive care. <laughs> he's covered in blood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you only see him from the neck up when he's on the phone. And then he puts it down. He's covered in blood. Well, Brain matter. That was the other thing that bothered me. He called her. He's like, hey, I can't make it to your premiere on WK, whatever. WTUV. Yeah. yeah. And... Then he looks up from the the nurse's station, and the local news is on the TV playing his daughter's segment perfectly. He's like, oh, wait, I caught it. Never mind. It's okay. (laughs) Also, let's talk about how both the mom and dad asked her to, like, oh, can you tape it? Guys, you own the movie. Your daughter made it. Yeah. Yeah. You could watch it whenever you want. Yeah. But maybe they wanted it taped from the TV so they could have the news. The news intro. Oh, sure. Okay. I didn't think about that. But yeah, that makes sense. A funny thing about the movie airing on TV was when she went back to school and the kids didn't make fun of her like she thought they were going to. Some little twerp comes by her and he's like, my mom cried through the whole thing, <laughs> which like wouldn't have been funny except for the way he delivered it. He was just like so proud. happy to yeah. say it. Well, imagine that nobody yet had complimented her and he just walked up to her and just said, my mom cried through the whole thing. <laughs> Great to hear with no context. Yeah. If you take all of these quotes out of context, they're just ridiculous. Yeah. But it's not as if we're going to eat the broccoli. It's full of glass. I was going to go see Toy Story 2 <laughs> with some friends. Uh, <laughs> Disney? A little Pixar? Disney drop. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Was, but this was pre-them owning it, right? Oh, was it? 2002? 2002. When did they own it? I don't know about that. Here, let oh, me find out. I might have uh, just really derailed We this. got a laptop in our back pocket. Ooh, James is right. Yeah, uh, I, f- I was trying to do this really quick while also trying to speak into the mic, and I just searched, when did Pixar Disney? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Pixar <laughs> Disney on 2006. Ah. On 2006. Ah. Yeah, okay, so no, this was actually not a... Pixar was not a Disney mo- a Disney subsidiary at that point. Maybe wow. they were, butter- did they were buttering them up. Pixar did not Disney yet. <laughs> Pixar, no Disney. Uh-oh, brain broken. <laughs> My brain is watermelon. Uh, everybody, check your notes. Uh, final thoughts, and then we got to rate this thing. Uh, this is a movie about dropping produce. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what other produce was dropped when, uh, what's his name, skated into her? Uh, that was the carrots. Uh, well, the, the, all the bags of groceries the dropped. Oranges. The oranges. oranges dropped, and then she dropped carrots into the sink. And then made up for it with paper carrots later on. The watermelon, um, yep. watermelon, the broccoli. broccoli. Yeah, it's it's this, all about this produce. This is a produce movie. Yeah, very anti-produce. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, one of the last, one of the things I wrote here. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but it was just bad, bad filmmaking. Um, there's a scene 
where True, where True's dad opens the door for her because she's got a bunch of books. She just came from the library. It's clear that they're using a boom mic and nobody's mic'd up because you hear the sound of his voice like being far away from the mic. And then they step inside and you hear them clearly again. It I was not awful. I noticed that and it did not sound like an intentional choice. It kind of just sounded like this and it really wasn't good. And then it came back and right. it was fine. Exactly. I didn't even catch that. It yeah. was so bad. So other than that, I mean, this movie had a very veteran um, veteran filmmaking crew. Brandon, the director, the director Brandon, is Paul Hohen. Brandon, yes, was Elmo Ponce Dominic the <laughs> no, sound re-recorder? No, you know what? That must be why, because Elmo Ponce Dominic was not involved in this movie. He's a consummate professional. He is, but you know who was involved in this movie? Xantha Riley, sound effects coordinator Tim Good. <laughs> my 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 my. You can do it. My, you can do it. My name, Tim Good. Excellent. <laughs> also, gaffer, Jeremy Hudspeth. Ooh. Tech advisor, Andrews Greenleaf. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, the music editor, his name is Andy Richter. I, I caught that. Yeah. Whoa. That's normal. Also, I don't well, know. It's not the Andy Richter. I know. Could I don't be. know these people's roles, but I had some good names. Mm-hmm. Jana Sue Memel. <laughs> uh, Nicole Dicker. Yes, that's yes. the uh, the the friend, the friend girl. As oh, I wrote her okay. down. Oh friend yeah, girl. friend um, girl. Cheryl Toy <coughs> and Ranuma Penthaki. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. Penthaki is a name I've never heard. <laughs> no. Ranuma is a name I've Renuma, never heard. Ranuma R A H N U M A Penthaki. Oh. Yeah, I don't know the origin of that one. Good names in this Brain broken. If you saw any good names in the credits and we missed them, let us know. Disney Channel, tipsypanel at gmail.com. I'm just going to drop it all. We uh, we haven't gotten a lot of emails recently, but we did get one good email. Uh, It was from a friend of ours named Will. He's been a guest before. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. Hello. Thanks for for still listening after being on the show before. Yeah, not you, Willie. This is Will without the E. Uh, But Will says, Hi, panel. I like to play video games, and it is nice to hear that your host also likes to play video (laughs) games. Dark Souls was brought up in the most recent episode, and when a video game was mentioned, I thought to myself, they like to play video games. This was huge for me because sometimes I like playing video games too. So that's my invitation to talk about how you get to uh, the Ula style realm in Dark Souls. And I'm just going to do that until somebody cuts me off. So what you got to do is you have to go to Dark Root Basin and you walk along the waterfall until you get to the Golden Golem. You have to kill the Golden Crystal Golem. And then uh, the Lady of Ula style comes out. And she talks to you. She says something that doesn't really matter. I don't care. But then you have to go to the Duke's archives and you have to find this one crystal golem. Nobody stopped me yet. I'm just going to keep going uh, until you get the broken pendant. You bring that broken pendant back to the Dark Root Basin and there's a big purple like warp portal that you jump in and then you get to the place. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Kind of sounds like you stopped yourself there. Okay, fine. All right, so I'll I'll uh, I'll circle back and I could talk about how you get whoa, to whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're gonna circle back? Yeah. Cut I'm... cut the corporate bullshit. Uh, let's all right, put a no pin fucking in this. jargon here. All right, we're we're not looping anybody in. We're not circling back. <laughs> picking, Please picking see below. Yeah, yeah. We're not just, gonna ping anybody. We're as previously mentioned, 
BCCs. All right, let's get right down to brass tacks. Let's rate this movie. Everybody no, 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 ready to rate this Hold movie? First, first, we need to check out the all-time leaders of ERA+. Plus. Okay, you gave me like 15 seconds. I'll give you 15 seconds. Oh, it's not loading. 14, but, 13. <laughs> John Franco has a higher ERA plus than Cy Young. Stick, wow. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. It's pretty amazing. Okay. When's John <sighs> Fra- is John Franco in the Hall of Fame? He, no, he should be, though. Yeah. He deserves it. All right, let's start that campaign. Let's Five, get Chubby Checker in the Rock four, and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> three. Two, one. Happy New Year. Listeners, do you like baseball or do you like video games? You can only like one. You can't play. Please let us know. Baseball video games. All right, let's. Yeah, yeah wait, no, wait, wait. MLB to the, sh- the show doesn't exist. Please. Call me and tell me that you like baseball. My f- our phone number is area code nine one four eight six three one six one three. Yeah, I've got no calls from our listeners. One day, I'm sure of it. Nine one four eight six three sixteen thirteen. Thank you very much. All right, it's time to rate this movie. Um, for those of you who don't know, our rating system is extremely simple. It is binary. Thumbs up, thumbs down. That's it. Um, I always start. Somebody else has to start. I'll start. Go ahead. How about a thumbs down? It's mm. fair. Uh, okay, so we did mention that, honestly, Shy's portrayal is... I've said it, I think I said it in the Even Stevens movie, like, you can see why, of all the Disney stars, he kind of persisted. Mm-hmm. He's clearly got talent. Uh, his portrayal was not offensive to me, I don't know, to anybody else, but it wasn't, like, over the top or anything. But everything else in this movie did not line up and did not deliver. Uh, it was a soap opera that was worse than a soap opera. Thumbs down. So, I'm sorry, quick sidebar about your note on Shia. Um, according to Shia LaBeouf, when he went in for the casting originally, they, they wanted him to do this. They didn't want anybody else. They were like, we're going to do this movie, and you're going to be the character. Um, so he went in for the audition, which you have to do mm-hmm. anyway. And according to Shia's recounting, he played it up way too high. And oh. they told him, like, like, they pulled him out, and they were like, you okay? Like, relax. Like, Whoa. This is like just you know don't don't try too hard just you know do just do the part. I'd kill to see those tapes. I that know tape, right? we all know that tape exists. Oh, it's out there somewhere, and I'm very curious. Whoa. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, somebody else jump in. Make this movie. Well, look, I think it could have been a lot worse. It could have been more offensive. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, Shia did a pretty decent job. It was pretty even-keeled. I mean, it left a little bit to be desired for me, but when I heard the plot for this movie, I was like, this is going to be fucked up. It's going to be offensive and weird, and, yeah, it was it was, it was sad. I mean, it did a pretty good job of, uh, you know, tugging at the heartstrings, but <sighs> that being said, I don't think I can give it in good conscience a thumbs up because I didn't enjoy watching it. And it just wasn't made very well. They they left a lot to be desired. I think they left a lot of runners on base here. So um, yeah, for those reasons, thumbs down. Oh, they actually end with an ad for the special. Olympics. That was yes, nice. Yeah, the arc. Yeah, the, so yeah. it's it has good intention. Well, I mean, Look, I assume that yeah. the special Olympics helped fund a little bit of this. I could be yeah. wrong, but I mean, guys, they tried. 
and and it wasn't over the top, but it, I I just didn't like they it. They still it went to Shia good. LaBeouf <laughs> for the role. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm going to jump in here um because I actually I disagree. Um I think by and large it was pretty well made from my own viewing from my, you know, my seat in the crowd. Um the cinematography was all really good. All the dreamscapes were very well filmed. They felt appropriately creepy when they needed to be. Um Shia was very good. The other actors not so much, but they never are. Um I think all the lessons were approached well. Um, I think everything that you're supposed to take from this movie is pretty easy to grasp from a young person's standpoint. Um, and I didn't... I, I I am not going to say what I say about every movie, which is this movie was dumb. I don't think it was dumb. It's for kids, but this one is not dumb. I give this one a thumbs up. I was never like waiting for it to end. Um, I, I, was. Uh, I was. I was. Okay, fine. I was not, and a lot of times I am, and this time I was not. Can I tell you when I was waiting for it to end? Yeah. The second that I realized, like, holy shit, this movie's not over, was the second time that Dee Dee came on. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Is yeah, this movie still going on? I mean, to anybody whose brain is not watermelon, it's very clear. <laughs> yes. As soon as Dee Dee is, like, referenced, like, oh, oh yeah. it's the mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we all know this. Mm. I mean, look, dude, I agree with you on, on most of what you just said, but I still was just looking at my watch waiting for it to be over. It wasn't a bad movie. It really wasn't. And the lessons were easy to grasp. But, mm. you know, I'm... F- f- Fucking sick of these. <laughs> okay, no, that's 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 fair. Um, We've broken. Diet. We have. Uh, I thought it happened a while ago, but no, this is this is the big one. Oh, the worst is yet to come. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. All right, Willie, your turn to rate this movie. Uh, I I'm gonna go with the majority on this one. I'm gonna go thumbs down. Um, I definitely get Brandon's point that they were trying to tackle an important subject in a time period that was a little less um, sensitive and aware, um, which is definitely great, but uh, those last 20 minutes felt like 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah, those yeah. last 20 minutes weren't um, very good. I'll give you that. Shia's performance definitely pulled at my heartstrings a little bit. The sibling thing, like the growing up thing, even the, the home film montages, I felt something. And then everyone else opened their mouths. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was a weird shark analogy oh, uh, yeah. in the womb that made oh, me feel yeah. weird. Oh, right. Um, maybe, the, I sh- maybe he should have eaten me in the womb. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the racism part, the, uh, the dad. dad. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I had a lot of fun, though. I did. Good. Yeah. You guys may be disappointed to know then that this is the highest rated DCOM of all time. Wow. What? Well, yeah. He, Shai put in a good performance. So, he did. So it's clear, like we've we've discussed, like Paul Hohen has done the most DCOMs. I think. Right? The, yeah, I think he's done fourteen. He's he's clearly like the, for better or worse, like for lack of a better term, like he's the master of the genre. He is mm-hmm. pretty he is much, king. in my opinion, so, the master of the DCOM. Yeah. So he. Did about as good a job with it as you can. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, the source material was probably like they probably had the author on set being like, "This should be how it is." I think if right. he had the control, he would have put he would have been able to put together a better. And also, thing. the writer Stu Krieger, who has written like ten of these movies, he yeah. wrote Phantom of the Megaplex, he wrote The Poof Point, he wrote um, the, most of the Xenon movies. 
Um, so yeah, it's the the writer and director team for this movie could not be better in terms of you know decoms. It, it was a tall order. They came close, I'll say, but still thumbs down. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to try to sway any of you, but I I did enjoy it. Um, listeners, let us know what you think. Um, reach out to us on social media at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We're on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. Uh, you could email us Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. We're on the phone. 914-863-1613. Yep. 914-863-1613. We just love interaction. Please let us know let us know that you're out there. Um, but also we have to thank somebody for coming here. We have to thank Willie because Willie came oh, here. Thanks, oh, Willie. Thank you, guys. Thanks, thank you Willie. for having me. This was so much fun. This was a long time coming, and we're just glad that you had fun. Oh, I'll be. I, I'll come back if you guys will have me. Oh, for True Confessions okay. too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, the Bone Eater. The, the, yeah, True Confessions yeah, too. Yeah. The Bone Eater. Yes. Uh, this is the time where you get to do a plug. Do you have anything to plug? Um, am I allowed to plug? two things yeah go ahead okay. yeah. uh first off i want to plug uh the band quiet car uh the album hold by that's my friend harrison um actually a bunch of kids from our hometown great album um harrison's a master at everything he does um and also as james pointed out recently uh shout out to casey musgraves new branded scented candle it's called Slow Burn by Boy Scouts. Oh, she has a candle oh, called Slow Burn? Do you think I didn't already buy it? Uh, <laughs> nice. I, I bought it. Uh, and that's it. Um, if you're on TikTok, follow Young Jello Cup. Uh, it's my little brother's uh, TikTok account. And uh, that's about it. He's going to be on here one of these days. Oh, yeah. That was three things. That was three things. I realized uh, I needed to get a Jundi shout out. No, that's fair. I, I respect that. Um, but yeah, uh, to our listeners, thank you again. We're just glad that you're out there. Um, I hate doing this, but liking, commenting, subscribing, it's pretty great. We like it. Uh, rating us five stars wherever you're listening to us. Um, yeah, just get the word out. Let other people know because we know we're not the only ones who are interested in this nostalgia trip because there's at least you listening, and I bet you know somebody who would listen to. So, uh, yeah. Get the word out. We're not the only ones. Uh-uh-uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time. We'll have another decom for you. Bye. Make sure you're registered um, to vote. And while you're at it, vote for Bernie Sanders. Had to have high, high hopes for a Guys, I got kicked out of an Uber in the middle of the BQE because I did the high hopes dance too hard. I had to walk 10 miles home. You broke the app. They <laughs> broke the app. It's an anti-Pete conspiracy. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Have they? Uh, did, did, did we get to 100% yet? I'm not <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Iowa carcass. <laughs> it's a political Incredible. cartoon. Love it. Very smart.